0: Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, where we explore the inner workings of the creative process. I'm your host, Nancy Norbeck. Hi there, it's Nancy Norbeck with this week's Creative Pep Talk, and I'm going to tell you, I did not know this weekend what I wanted to talk to you about, but I went to babysit my nephews, and they are still barely six (laughs) and nine. So I knew that probably something was going to happen this weekend that would give me something to talk about with you guys and give me some kind of inspiration. And sure enough, it did. This pep talk is called Hey Jude because it centers on that song in two different ways. The first is that my older nephew, who is nine, is playing Hey Jude as a duet in a piano recital that's coming up and having a really hard time wrapping his brain around this song. So I decided to use Auntie privilege with him this weekend, antsy is what he calls me, and see if I could get him to play the song for me and just kind of play with it a little bit in a way that maybe he might not have before. And, you know, he has a good chunk of it memorized, which really surprised me. But then there are the parts that really throw him. And he happened to make the comment to me that he wanted to ask his mom if he could watch the video again when she was back. And I said, you know, we can do that right now. So we pulled up YouTube and we watched the video of the song because I realized he's nine. He doesn't know Hey Jude, right? I've been hearing Hey Jude for like 40 years. He hasn't been around that long. So we played the song. And then I said, you know, your dad has the Beatles book of all the Beatles songs. Why don't we get that out? And you can follow along with the words and sing the song with it. Now, I am not a piano teacher. I took piano for all of three years. So I'm the last person who should be telling anybody how to play the piano. But I do know a few things about singing. And one of the things that I know about singing is that when you learn a song and you can sing it, you get a feel for it that you don't get in a lot of other ways. And this kid needs to be able to feel this song. So I knew if he could start to sing it, it would start to embed itself in his head in a way that he could draw on when he plays the song on the piano. So we sat down with the book and we sang through the song a couple of times together while while playing the video. And then we went back and we played with it a little bit more. And I also noticed, and again, like I said, I haven't taken piano for a really long time, but I noticed that he was having trouble getting to all the notes in the right rhythm because his hands aren't big enough to get there in time with the fingering that he was using. And I said, you know, I'm not your teacher and your teacher may tell you that what I'm going to tell you is wrong, in which case you should listen to her. But Why don't you try changing your fingering this way and see if it works better? And don't you know he got the rhythm right the first time? So, you know, when you're struggling with something, there are a couple of things to think about from this. One is, is there a different way that you could do it? Is there a different fingering you could use? A different angle you could look at? A a different perspective? You Maybe switch the character that you're writing from. Turn your painting upside down and see what you discover just looking at it in that kind of a different way. What would you get looking at it from somebody who knows a different art form than you do who might see something that you might not? And also, if you don't know where you're going, You might have trouble getting there. Now, I say this as somebody who writes by the seat of her pants, so I never know where I'm going. But what I do have is a feel for what feels right and what doesn't. My nephew needed a feel for this song. If you're stuck, you might need a feel for what you're doing in a way that you don't have yet, even if you know you're not going to have the whole thing mapped out ahead of time. And that's totally fine. Lots of us work that way. But you have a feel for what's right and what's not. And if you don't, how can you get that feel? Is there a song you can listen to? Is there a place you can visit? Is there a book you can read? Something along that line. What will help you get that feel so that it's in your bones and you can use that to drive your action forward? Now, the other part of the song that struck me was actually in the lyrics, because it turns out that there is a whole phrase that I had never actually fully made out before. And it goes like this. You know, hey, Jude, you're you're waiting for someone to perform with, but don't you know that it's just you? Hey, Jude, you'll do. I mean, the whole song is about finding your confidence, right? In a romantic situation, if you take the song literally, but you can apply it to lots of other things. But it made me really wonder, you know... I think a lot of us are waiting for someone to perform with. We're waiting for a confidence buddy because we don't think that we're enough to do something on our own. And, you know, I've talked about this before, the whole idea of perfectionism and procrastination and how that fits in there and just the idea of being enough. But the thing is, if you're waiting on somebody else, you might not ever get where you need to go. It's just you. You'll do. You may find somebody to partner with eventually, but in the meantime, you're enough. You are good enough to start whatever it is that you're doing or keep going with whatever it is that you're afraid isn't working. You just need to realize that it's it's you. You have it in you in a way that doesn't put pressure on you, right? You don't want to say, oh, it's just you. It's down to me. I can't, no, nobody else can do this. You know, If you do that in the wrong way, You'll stop yourself because you won't be able to move past the pressure. So don't pressure yourself. Just realize it's okay to be just you. You'll do. It's all right. You're enough. If you want to play with any of these things in your journal, questions could be, how can I look at this differently? How can I be okay with it just being me? What other perspective might be helpful? And how can I go get that perspective? How do I know that I'll do? that I'll be enough, make a list of ways if you stop and listen for responses, I'm pretty sure you'll come up with them. You can approach journaling with this with lots of other angles too, but those are enough to get you started. Either way, I hope that you'll take this as a sign to look for other perspectives, look from other art forms, look from other literal angles, look in as many different ways at what you're doing for inspiration as you can and to recognize that it's just you and hey Jude, you'll do. So with that, I'll leave you until next time. You know, I talk to people all the time who are feeling totally lost, overwhelmed, and stuck creatively. And I know there are lots more of you out there who are feeling the same way. So I made something to help. Check out the link in your podcast app for my creative tune-up kit. It's 37 bucks, super affordable, and it's full of my favorite coaching tools to help you rediscover your creative self and make progress fast. I would love to get it into your hands so that you can get unstuck and create beautiful things this year. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade.